this thing. You've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour, and we thank you for being with us. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Whittler on the roof, Frank the Tank. They're your interns today. They got things rolling. There's Eddie Van Adler. He's got YouTube live in HD. You can find that link at rickandbubba.com. We got this baby rolling. We're all sitting in here ready to go. The only thing missing is you, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Help produce the hour. If you uh, hear topics that you want to talk about, give us a call, 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, let's bring him in and get this thing started. Just got a yawn out of the way. He's focused, ready to go, <laughs> fresh from his office couch. Mr. Greg Burgess, and hopping around, ready for Friday, it's Michael Hounds. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Yo. Good. Um, I, something that I have been meaning to tell you, too, and I need your advice on something. Mm, okay. Um, and maybe the audience, too, but the the Friday before we went on vacation, that's been probably, is that two weeks ago? Uh, well, it's been a week and so two, yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. Two now. weeks today. Two, two weeks ago today. Yeah. All right. So on that day, that afternoon, I was at home doing some dishes and stuff like that, and I dropped a glass. This okay. is a drinking glass. Yeah. Thought I'd cleaned up all the glass, mm-hmm. and oh, buddy, I didn't. I stepped on Uh-oh. two pieces of glass Ooh, that, that went into my foot in the heel of my foot, and so hey, real painful. By the way. Didn't know it was that painful. Heard a little bit. Oh wow! So hopping around the was, kitchen. Yes, was you know blood everywhere and and it's not oh. a not a good scene. Mm-hmm. My mouth was about like that. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't clean. Mommy, what's wrong with daddy? Mm-hmm. Was able to take some twi- You know, you soak it in like that Epsom salt and draw it to the surface. Okay, 
was able to pull a piece out with some tweez some tweezers. You have to get in there with some tweezers to get a hold of it. Yes, yeah. and it hurt, but I got it out. Mm-hmm. The second piece is still in my foot today. Ooh! But throw it up on the after counter, about like after about three or four days, the pain went away. There is no pain. It's almost like it, everything has developed it pushed and itself grown. out. I'd, or is it still in there? I think it's I think it's still in there, and it's just things have grown around it and hardened up around it, and it's just in my foot and fine. Mm. That's because I could not get it out, and I I could I could so hear it. You know, like a when you hit the, Amanda even because it's hard to look at your heel. I mean, we even got a we even got a magnifying glass and 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 you know tried to and you I know that at one point it was still in there because. Um, you could hear it. You could hit it with the tweezers, and you could hear that clank. Oh, really? Like, Crap! It's because I thought I had it out at one point. Mm-hmm. Soaked it some more. Soaked it some more. Well, then there were about three days where I went to the golf course. Just did everything on a little hobble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wearing a shoe and a sock, it was fine. But if I had flip flops on or no nothing on, mm-hmm. it was painful. But then day four, it just goes away. I wonder if it came out. But so you're I saying don't know. you're I, saying when she examines your foot, she cannot see it anymore. Well, we should stop. When I just kind of forgot about it after three or four days, I just stopped talking about it, and because it wasn't hmm. hurting, I just assumed that I had a piece of glass in my foot, and maybe something had, I don't know, healed around it, and so that. I don't know. Go ahead and take a Do I have a piece of glass in my foot or not? I don't know. I bet know. it came out. Yeah, I do. You too. think so? I do. I do. Yeah. So it I worked just, its way out during I, the night. Okay. But just to make sure, Greg, take a look. Yeah. Okay. Let me get it. <laughs> just go ahead and throw it up. But yeah, well, here's what's How does it just come out? Just push yourself out. I don't know. See, Amanda made that comment too. She goes, I think it'll just work itself it out. Will. And I'm like, what? There was a time where I was thinking about going to the emergency room. And it wasn't that bad. <clears throat> Gosh, I wish you would have. It wasn't that bad as far as like it came how deep or anything like that. But I it, it was kind of ruining my first couple days of vacation mm. because I was having hobble Hobble everywhere. around. Yeah, they're going to have to get in there with some toys. <laughs> so y'all think it came out? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, yeah I do too. Worked its way to the top. Yep. While okay. you were asleep. All yep. Right. Kind of came I, out when I bleep. needed that. Then you got up and stepped back on it. <laughs> Because I, I, this whole time I was sitting here thinking, I, was, I put a lot of pressure on it. Every once in a while I'll sit there and just put pressure, just see if I can get it to hurt, and it won't. I so, don't know. So, okay, so you're now, in addition to walking with no pain, you've tried to create oh, yeah, pain I've by cre- pushing around it. And you, it's out it. then. Yes. So She's y'all don't out. think it's like it's something's like crystallized or no, something nope, around? Nope. It? She's out. out. Okay, all right. I needed that. She's out. I needed that. She is out. Because I, I th- this whole time I've been thinking, well, heck, I'm just gonna have a piece of glass in my foot for the rest of my life because right. I'm not digging in that. Any- hey, it hurt. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That so helps. something like that will hurt for sure. <laughs> I mean, just the littlest thing. Golly, stepping and hey, wasn't that big a piece of glass? Yeah. If y'all if y'all saw what we were that I was tweezering out of there, yeah, you'd laugh because it wasn't that it wasn't that big a piece of glass. Well, let me tell you what happened to, to me yesterday. <clears throat> so I jumped out in the yard yesterday and. You know, we had a system coming through uh, the Birmingham Metro. Kind of room afternoon yesterday. Scared, and um, and I'm like, you know, and and I'm uh, I'm not going to be available the next couple of days, and I'm like, yeah. I need to cut the yard. I need to knock it out. I don't want to, but here I go. So I'm off in it. <laughs> well, I, I stay out there, and it's you know a few hours. Um, and Reese uh, is he has a baseball tournament out of town, and is going down early with some friends uh, that. Uh, are on the team and staying with them tonight, and I'll catch up with them later today. But anyway, they're about to, they're they're pulling up here soon, so I'm trying to knock that out before they pull up and and he transitions and leaves and all this. 
I finish up, and I'm like, man, I did it. So I finish up, about to get in and get a shower. And Reese, you know, I, I, I'm not in there more than a minute or two, I guess. And Reese says, Dad, what's, what, why is there a tree in the driveway? Uh-oh. And I said, tree in the driveway? What are you talking about? I was just out there. He goes, Dad, there's a tree in the driveway. And mm-hmm. I say, no, son, you, you're dead. Come, come see the tree in the driveway. So we walk outside, and sure enough, a tree had fallen from our neighbor's yard over into our driveway, and I was just standing there, just standing there, weed-eating and, and mowing, mowing the lawn or whatever, and it, it had I probably maybe 15, 20 minutes prior to that, and it fell over. So next thing I know, I got a chainsaw out, and uh, Alex— Yeah, that's, a, that's an immediate removal. Yeah, well, you couldn't you get to. past it right. with a car. Yeah. yeah. So and, mm. and now the top of the tree, it was kind of weird. This almost like the—and and y'all explain this. The tree was alive and well. It didn't look like the limbs were dead or anything like that, but it's almost like it split down the middle so the entire tree didn't fall, just a portion of it that had some, I guess, heavy limbs yeah. and stuff on it. And uh, I don't know how it happened. Anyway, the, uh, Alex, my neighbor, he gets over there, and, uh, and, and we you know, get the chainsaw out and cut it up and get it to the road. But I, was, I couldn't believe it. When Reese came to me and said, Dad, why is there a tree in the driveway? I was like, what are you talking about? I was just standing there. Well, yeah, things happen tr- quick. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I said, what? I said, like, I could have been that story that we do with <clears throat> Wacky Worlds and stuff. Guy hit by tree, top of the head, you know, just mowing the lawn. We've done weird stories like that. Almost you've wish. got yourself getting hit in the top of the head with the tree. Yeah, there's a sad story about, a, 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 I think, a girl being hit on top of the head, just a fallen tree here in the state. There's a part of me that it wishes happens. you were there. Weed eating and edging, and it just a limb catch you. Take really? him up just for a minute, not like hurt you. you. Okay, interesting. Just hurt you. Then I hope there's still glass in not your foot. Hurt you. How about that? Not hurt you, right but just knock you. you down and somebody have it on video. The yeah. big, the the part of the limbs that's not real heavy. Just yes. get him and just kind of rake him down. Yes, right. yes. Like a rake and him jump up like what the just happened. That'd have been a good story. It would have been a good really? story. So y'all you don't think so, Speedy? You're not hurt. I don't want you to think well, you're you hurt. You got to stand. I, I probably am. You're scratched. No, you're just scratched. Just you got a couple scrapes. And you on can't you. believe it. Yeah. I wish yeah. y'all give me more on, on the size of this tree that fell. It, it was. I mean, that, I, I, it was. It, I mean, it was. Uh, it was about uh, about 45 minutes to an hour cutting it up and, and getting oh, it. Trust but, me, I know all about that right now. I, I, do you trees. know? Do you know how bad I want to come help you cut that up? I wish I would. See, I'm having the opposite <laughs> feeling. Really? <laughs> that, that fly effect you're gone. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. Let's go out to the phones. Uh, if you missed the first segment, Helmsy talked about the fact that he had um, broke some glass, or the family did, in the bathroom. Thought he cleaned it. I mean, uh, the kitchen. Thought he had cleaned it all up, and then um, discovered he hadn't. He missed uh, a couple of pieces. Stepped on one. Uh, about two weeks ago, hurt for a couple of days, then stopped hurting. Is it still in his foot or not? Uh, let's go to Larry, who's in Kentucky. Larry, what's up? What's going on, fellas? Larry! <laughs> you, baby. Larry! Hey, let me tell you something, Helms. 
Oh, Not boy. so fast, my friend. Oh, boy. Well, I was afraid of this. I'm I, starting to get emails, too. Yeah, I stepped on some glass like five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> pulled it. I mean, I, I, I pulled it out. I thought I got them all out. But when I had my foot issues here a few months ago, they had to do an MRI on my foot. Uh-oh. And found a piece of glass in my foot. Oh, well, boy. Larry, I'm convinced. <laughs> Go ahead. And it was like, it was like in and around my bones. Yeah. It's just right right in there, just happy as you please. Well, I'm convinced. I'm convinced oh, that it that there is glass still on my foot. Oh. What I want to know is does it matter? Well if it doesn't hurt, who cares? That's what that's yeah. my point. Is I remember five years ago, it don't give me no issue. There you go. Looks huh. right here. Wow. Got diabetic and got neuropathy, but you know. Yeah, but other than that, that glass. Yeah, right, right. Larry, one of the great truck drivers that calls the show. Larry's been here. Love hearing from him. Yeah, I love. Larry. I love Larry's voice. Yeah. yeah oh, too. You I wish I had Larry's voice. Okay. Can y'all hear this? Is that glass? Hold on. Let me hear. I remember again. this. That's, that's a, oh yes, I that's do. Glass in a bottle. This is glass. Yeah, I do hear. In a bottle, buddies. So uh, there are two pieces of glass in here about the size of grains of rice, mm-hmm. and one came out after a year and a half, and the other came out after three and a half years. There you go. They just worked their way to the They top. just worked their yeah, way. Yours was in your foot? No. My no, thumb. Thumb. Oh, thumb. My thumb. That's when you hit that. Yeah, I jumped up into oh, a light horrible fixture. cut. Yeah, Remember it was that? really bad. Yeah. yeah. The low light yeah. Time out. Did you hear what I he just said? I jumped into a light fixture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I was <laughs> <ready> to, <laughs> sounded funny. I was ready to make yeah. fun of his. I mean, he had it covered up. I said, let me see that. Yeah. I was going to make fun of it. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Greg was disgusted. <laughs> was he was that, like, you need to get some stitches. Like, he was angry about it. Right. That was that. That was this run you had where you were injured a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he fell? Oh, yeah. Crashed his face. Yeah, these are. This is about the the size that I pulled out. What I did pull out. Well, you'll get, and what I'm convinced is still in there. A couple have, years from now, you'll see it. That second one hurt for about six months, and I'm like, man, I'm so sick of my thumb hurting. It's like it got closer to the surface and closer to the nerves, or something like yeah. that. And then, buddy, when it came out, it was like a itch I had went, been waiting to scratch for like six months. Man. I got an it email felt here. Amazing. I lost his foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's the question: Will you take a look at at Helmsy's foot and see if it? Will you mash on it? I don't want either, anybody in this building. Put it up here. Put it up here on this table. I don't want right anybody here. looking right at there my by the foot. Put that old crusty, ashy foot up there. I got a Ooh. I got a macro lens on my camera. We could look real Ooh, close yeah. at it. Take Throw some it pictures. Throw take it some pictures up. of it. Here's the deal: If it doesn't hurt, then what's it matter? That's that's my point. So. Yeah, I forgot. Hey. I'm telling you, I just, I forgot about it until yesterday. I thought, wow, so my foot hadn't hurt. Yeah, my dad's childhood friend had the a coke a dad's coke. childhood friend they were playing in the lake he stepped on something the kid was poor so he didn't tell his parents and he walked with a limp for like 20 years of his 20. life goes to the doctor and they take out the bottom plate of a, a coke bottle out of the kid's foot <laughs> I'm what like, dude you need some stitches it's been a while okay that's a, years? is that a made-up story no that's real my dad told he me he limped around he limped around and everybody was like why does he limp all the time yeah yeah and his nickname was limp yeah <laughs> Or Gimp. <laughs> Gimp the Limp. Yeah. All right, Kelly is in Vestavia Hills, Alabama. Kelly? Hi, guys. I um, was just calling to let you know my husband, um, he's in the military, and while he was deployed in Bahrain, uh, he was attacked leaving dinner. Just not, not in combat or anything, but he was attacked with glass bottles. Oh, and dear. they took him to the hospital. They got what they thought was all the glass out. Hmm. Um, this was seven years ago, and periodically in the shower, he'll still um, 
mm. full glass out of his arms and his back and his head. Doesn't well, bother him. Night. But um, just work his way out. Yeah, I didn't it know it worked. His, and it, I did not know that. And my wife said that yeah. to me, like, it'll work itself out. Quit right. worrying about it. <laughs> and I thought. But, babe, I got a piece of glass in my foot. Like, yeah. it hurts right yeah. now. Yeah. He's just looking forward to it when it goes yeah. back. Or yeah. it may have already came in. You know, right. Kelly, that's a much better yeah. story than I have. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, maybe you should come up with something else. Yeah. yeah. Kelly, I dropped a little drinking glass and, Thank you, in Kelly. The, after it, emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. That doesn't pack as much of a punch as that story. No, you no. didn't survive a bottle attack. No. Right. While that's, I was at war, right there. by the yeah. way. Yeah, thanks for your family service. I couldn't even eat dinner. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Um, so okay, here's the thing. I just wish just I wouldn't seemed, have told anybody after that. If, yeah. if glass is at that pressure point of that heel that it, where it hits, yeah. I'm just saying if the pain suddenly just goes away, that's just weird. That see, either you know, I pushed now, it you down didn't, there. You, you're still not limping. I mean, no, Allie just told now. a story. A guy limped, 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 limped for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, this used morning to, he was limping a little bit when he came by the glass. If you're still hobbling around, then maybe it's I don't know. Well, running. Well, up. I wasn't gonna let him not. It's not bothering me at all. And matter of fact, it. I, it ruined my first couple of days because y'all should have seen me like limping on the golf course and stuff and doing things around the house. I mean, it was a constant limp. But then day four, maybe day five, it was it was gone away completely. Hmm. Go lightly. <laughs> I was. I was stepping way lightly. Uh, it hurt for a little bit, didn't it? It, it did. All right, so it here's like your... Eddie Dingling Dark. That's a story from way back. The group used to tell about this I guy. I know, but I just think you like to say that. <laughs> anytime anybody limped, he would call you Eddie Dingling Dark. <laughs> anytime anybody limped. I don't even remember why. Yeah, but you'll just say it. Oh, yeah. Sure oh, here you comes will. Eddie, Eddie Dink. Okay. So if you start dingling darking around here, we'll know. Hey, we got it. <laughs> you got to keep saying it. Could it could be four times. I think three. <laughs> That's the sound of bell, man. I can't help y'all got dirty minds. I think it's just the look you give, like, how about I said that? You look at me. No, that's, huh? That's what we used to call people that limped. I don't know why. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hamza, you got your nickname, kid. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. What up? Come on. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at CarShield.com. Uh, we talk about it a lot. Manufacturer's uh, warranty expires on your car. You think you uh, got things going like you like it, and all of a sudden, all oh, life changes. Something's wrong with a car, honey. That's where CarShield comes in. Uh, they make the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. Uh, you can even uh, have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. So, if you have a car between 5,000 and 150,000 miles, it doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. CarShield administrators have paid out more than $2 billion, that's a B, dollars and claims and they're ready to help you so 
Don't let that check engine light ruin your day. Uh, get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection by calling 1-800-CAR-6000. Mention promo code Bubba, or you can go online to carshield.com. Use promo code Bubba, and that's going to save you 10%. You can always find a link at rigandbubba.com. Here we go. All right, we're rolling back. Um, hey, the glass, uh, the glass is still in me stories uh, are really coming in, Helmsy, so uh, have uh, fun with it. that today. Helmsy at rickandbubba.com uh, if you have your glass story that's still in you, and it comes out from time to time. Just just kind of just pushes itself out. Here's one. No. <laughs> uh, we do have a story, and we had a story uh, yesterday. We never got to it. You know, there's this new there's this new thing, and I think there's certain situ- situations where situations situations where there there's some validity to it, and maybe there's some rogue people out there that treat people differently because of their race at their establishment. We hope that doesn't happen, but I guess there there are cases out there. But then there's these weird claims that hey, something just happened to me, and I'm going to blame race on it. You, does it. you know what I'm saying? It's like we had a story yesterday where a lady claimed that. She was told to leave and get up so a white person could sit in her seat, but then the restaurant showed video, and that's not what happened. Yeah. Uh, this is out. a weird situation because we've all ordered something and gotten the, the orders wrong or there was something different about the order that we, you know, that we expected, but we didn't claim there was race that, that, was, that was at fault. Now, North Carolina man suing Hardy's. He's claiming the fast food chain's manager did not treat him fairly by giving him too few hash rounds for his breakfast plate. Now – I don't. I don't know. If there was a count on it on how many you get. Like this is this is fast food restaurants how they do business. A lot of them, just, mm-hmm. I guess, to stretch the food as far. Like you'll order extra cheese for your nachos. They'll give you two cups, but you could fill one cup up with what's in the two cups. You right. see, that's just yeah. what it is. Anyway, Tommy Martin, fifty-eight. He's claiming his rights were violated when a manager refused to give him the correct amount of hash rounds. According to the Hardy's website, he says the breakfast platter appears to come with about a dozen of the deep-fried potatoes. And counted them? Doesn't say how many he got. Now, here's where it gets weird. He is black, and he's alleging that it was. he alleges that the incident was racially motivating. And the only reason he says that, he said the manager and the other customers at the restaurants were white. He says it's not a money issue. I just want to be treated fairly. So – Let's what say let's say word? that I am I, I'm I don't like people of other race. Let's just say that or I, or what for what I don't think that I get them back by shorting them hash browns. I was gonna say you know what I'm saying I hey, can give you hey. a perfect example that happened yesterday. I, mean, I went guys, to McDonald's, guys. ordered five hamburgers, ketchup only. It was a it was an African American who was uh, serving me at the window. If I would have been shorted a burger, I would have never once thought, man, this is a racist. Yeah, he did it because I was white. No, right. how about this? They're just being they're being cheap, and I don't know. He may be wrong. I don't know if there is a count of how many come with it. No, 12 probably, sounds a little high. It does. They probably just grab a little handful, or probably not a handful, but something. You know, just grab and some, look, put it on there. they gave him his money back. He said uh, he, after well, he complained. Well, what else do you want? I know. Wow, so he complained. He lays the, man, the manager gave him his money back after he complained, but would not give him more hash browns. I gave you your money back. Yeah. And I'm sure you ate the thing. Now, let me ask you this. How many, does he, it say how many did he get? If He if, didn't say. And here's what, what I did he get? Eight? He, he got the hash browns. He got his money back, and that wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough. And it's racist. Again, what because we all know how racists love to short other people's food. That's how they get you. The manager what came back and world. said, that's what you get. He what? said, listen to this. He got home with tears in his eyes. Oh, oh my God. He decided he had to do something. Are you serious? Handwritten lawsuit. Listen, <laughs> he filed a lawsuit with the U.S. District Court in Charlotte. I cannot over 
hash browns? Well, it was racially motivated, guys, because that's the way racists work. They, they short you food. The only thing I can think that's of. That's their weapon. I'll tell you how I'm going to mistreat people. Normally they get 12 hash browns. I'm giving them seven. <laughs> I want to know how many guys didn't say that. And the reason he, he just said, the only reason he said it was racially motivated because everybody else was white. You know, nobody said anything to him. You know, you know, like right. a slur or anything like that. He just looked I, around and said actually that. gave him his money back. Right. What's sad about this story? I think giving your money back pretty much do it. Is probably how many ever candidates we've seen on the Democratic Good floor Lord. the last two nights? Oh, I guarantee goodness. every one of them would empathize with this person. Yeah, this is where we're headed. Guys. <laughs> oh no, you're probably <laughs> right. This is where we're headed. Yeah, you're probably right. Raise we, your hand we, if you're re- with this guy. All <clears throat> of them would have raised their hand. Oh, yeah. And we repeat this every time, but it's, it's worth noting. This makes it's crap like this when people actually uh, are discriminated yes, against. Yeah. Yes, Nobody yes, takes yes. it serious because of this is the problem right here. Jack wagons like this who's mad about his hash browns. Good night. Hey, did Ray, what? Did somebody call you a slur? Or did they, what, you know, refuse to let you enter the play? No, no. Well, what did they do? Well, they shorted me about four hash browns. Really? Yeah. And so, gave my you know money. Oh, yeah. And they're such racists, yeah. they gave me my money back. Yes. And allowed me to eat the ate. ones I had. Yeah. I bet he did. Well, I mean, he didn't give them back. You know, <laughs> we, is... we, we order breakfast here all the time, and we'll have a variety of, um, uh, of you know, the, Quantities. Vo- the, the, the volume, yeah. the quantity of, of like scrambled eggs. Yeah. Sometimes it's to the top, and sometimes it looks like somebody get... just sprinkled some in and there. But I don't think it's because it, of race. That goes to what Greg said a minute ago. They get Make they it. get six orders. Yeah, and if it's a day where they got four sitting there and they want to get us out the door, they'll mix that up four into six. Yeah, and there are days where we get more. There may have eight or nine back there, and they put them, they cram them into the six. Yeah, it just depends on what's going well, on, and that's just go, life and business. You'll go to different. I'll use Taco Bell as an example. And you order cases, depending Bell. on where you're at, some of them will put more chicken in it than the others. It makes me mad when the outside yeah. of it has no chicken yeah. in it. It really bothers me. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing, but then you'll go to some and they load you up. Yes. But the, there's certain ones are trying to stretch it. Yeah. You know, it's all about Absolutely. making profit. I'm going to stretch it. Like yeah. I say, I order a cup of extra cheese. You charge me for it, but the two cups wouldn't fill up one. Yeah. I mean, but that's just, it's not racist. No. It's just business. What's wrong with your voice? I don't know. <laughs> There's no snap myself. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, set cow. <clears throat> yeah, so there's your there's your up uh, there, there's your story that uh, I, I'm like you guys. Highly this right here hurts real true cases where there is some type of discrimination. <laughs> and and now people like when, look look. The scary one. thing is there will be people that read this article <clears throat> today and buy in to this BS. Yeah, they're gonna buy into that. Man, I hate if that guy. Not, Golly. Not only do I hope what a racist restaurant and a racist manager. Right. There are people that are going to say that today. Oh yeah, without knowing any of the facts, no. just hearing, seeing the headline, and just when yeah, this yeah. when this uh, lawsuit comes across the judge's desk, when you decide whether you're going to pursue it or not. I not only do I want to throw it, out, I don't want him to physically physically wad it up right. and say, "Look, look right here, uh-huh. Tommy Martin, right right here. Here. I'm, I'm wadding it up and I'm throwing it. It's out." Does he throw it at a can, or just like does he throw it in he the corner? He throws it at a can. You can't okay. throw it at him because it'd be racist. No, no, no that no, would no. be, especially if the paper's white. <laughs> I got a new voice. What I am mad about <laughs> is that they don't say how many he got. I know. I mean, like, did they give him two, or did they short him like three? I guarantee you. Know? It was. I, I'm gonna say he had seven. I was thinking seven or eight. For some reason, yeah. I had eight in my and mind. He claims that he claims according to the website, he's supposed to have twelve. I guess he counted in the picture, maybe. Good gracious. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
11 minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour. We're live on the Rick and Bubba Show. I never stop, no, I don't Eddie Van Adler's got YouTube on. It's live in HD. Link at rickandbubba.com. Also, social links, all of them. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, the YouTube link, as I just mentioned. Uh, it's all there, not only for the show, but individual members of the show. Just go to rickandbubba.com. Look on the right side of the homepage, and you'll see those links. Also, don't forget... If you were listening uh, on the podcast each and every day, we thank you for that. Make sure that you subscribe and rate uh, the show only if we get the full rating. Uh, as we come back, uh, we have an update here, and, and there was a little bit of confusion. We, we do need to, to discuss it. Uh, we all remember uh, the story we did earlier in the week about the Limestone County uh, squirrel. Uh, they say uh, that um, was a myth. Fueled, trained attack squirrel. Crazed attain, uh, attack. Done yes. Deliberate. And um, I thought, uh, like Greg did, I-, I thought that they had gotten the owner of the of the squirrel, but apparently they were looking for the owner of the squirrel because ah. the update we have is that Limestone County Sheriff's Office yeah. released on Twitter that the 35-year-old Mickey Polk was caught Thursday night following a chase in which he rammed an investig- investigator's vehicle. Hey, buddy. Authorities uh, had been seeking Polk mm. on multiple felony warrants unrelated to the squirrel named these nuts. Uh, and uh, the the police had been <laughs> looking his for name. him. He's run by that? Yep. Mm. Um, he said he was they, – they said that friends of his – he said he was working on a plan to turn himself in. I guess he didn't get to that. Uh, so the update – No. Um, they turned him in for him. Is uh, huh? <laughs> the the update is that he has been called, and it's unclear whether he has a lawyer, uh, and the squirrel uh, couldn't be tested for meth and has been released. Okay, so heads up there. If you have a, a little busy squirrel in your yard and he don't look quite right, it could be could be it could be that no one. D. Yeah, could right. be D. <laughs> Also, there's a story that's jumping out, uh, <clears throat> and I, I, I've, I've been emailed this one a number of times uh, overnight. A cure for baldness is on the well, way. Now, some people wouldn't like to hear that because you claim people come up to you all the they time do. and say they Especially wish they when it's yeah, windy, yeah. Greg. Oh, that's right. I forgot the especially wind. Especially well, when it's windy. Because that's, we know when you have hair and it's windy, I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, especially if it's kind of long and goes the other way. But um, I, I was I was, I was bald. Uh, but we you were, can be. Yeah. So that's one of those things. A bald guy can wish he's got hair all he wants to. He can get a rug. Um, well, a scientist says he successfully has grown unlimited hair on mice using (laughs) stem cells Mm, and he's now refining the process to be used on humans. I'm in line. Are you, I don't know. It might, should I be a test case for this? Do you want hair? I mean, I, you've been, you've been, you know, I don't see so long. Like if you had hair, it'd be, I like, I mean, you got a good look now. I want to see more hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some of these people that, I mean, they they have bald heads and they wear them well, right? Yeah. I don't know that this is then good. There's for some. Them. Then there's some that. Then don't. there's some that. Yeah. Because you never know when you peel that head what's under there. And there's still some that don't shave it all the way and still have false hope that it's going to come back at some point. Those are really the people, I guess, they're in the market for this. Mm-hmm. Or you can just keep yeah. it cut close all over and not go yeah. slick. If you got well, a weird looking head, so yeah. I, got a weird I mean, I don't think head. you go throughout life and go, man, I wish I had hair. I've seen people I don't think go, you even think about it. Do no, you? you don't. You're one of those that's fine. But I've seen those people that went to it too quick. Yeah. And you're going, man, you, you got an ugly head. I'm sorry. You're <laughs> yeah. Like, you look kind of like an alien. I hear you, weird voice. 
Um, I, know, I don't know what happened. Somebody stole yeah. my voice and replaced it. Yeah. I didn't even recognize. I mean, I didn't even know what was going on until you brought it up. Now it's all like It's hair. like a weak voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I stripes. So, <laughs> so here's the question. My kids say I look weird when I start to grow my hair out a little bit. Like, let's say, I wish you would do that. Let's say we hadn't seen yeah. each other for a couple of weeks or something like that. Uh, over the Christmas holidays, you know, we'll you we'll, we'll tag team best ofs and stuff. So yeah. it, sometimes it could be two weeks we don't see each other. I'll kind of let it go and let it start growing out. And and I think it was JC said, "So Dad, this is what you'll look like." And they'll see old pictures of me with hair and go, "Man, you look weird." Because that's I mean, well, that's all really all they've ever known is that's me. What's, that's what they're hair. used to. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what I would do now if they said, "Hey, look, I got to tell you something. There is a cure for baldness. If you'll take this." You know, some uh, some places are just the biggest scams. You see stuff and you just laugh because because bald people will do anything for hair. So oh, most of them. There's some that, that and and they'll buy anything, any kind of product. Rub oh, this on there. Take oh, yeah. the take this hair and move it over here. You yeah, know, plugs, like you're planting trees. That plug. That's, yeah, ain't quite got that down pat. But um, they say the process uses cells which reside in the hair follicle and control hair growth. And uh, are derived from um, from the uh, induced stem cells. The process is stem different cells, from that's others. What, that's what it was. Uh, others because human whatever provide an ultimate supply of cells and can can be derived from a mm. simple blood draw. So they're saying on mice it's working, and it's an unlimited amount of hair, not just a little. I didn't know there was an unlimited mice. amount of hair. Uh, and so a cure for baldness, according yeah, to this scientist, is on the How way. How do you make a, a mouse bald in order to do this? I know. Or are they is just – they've they got hair they growing. Baldness? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Speedy, when is the last time – how old are you now? you 50? Mm-hmm. 51 or mm-hmm. 50? 50. 50. How long has it been that you've even thought, man, I wish I had hair? I don't – 20 you know, years? 15 years? Yeah, I, I don't really go through the day wishing I had hair. When, what, it's just when was the circumstances? I don't like go when my, through the day. <laughs> like, like, well, that's what I'm at. Like, it, like if my head's burnt, I'll be like, whoo, boy, oh, I wish okay. I had hair. Um, the summertime is the worst because of the oh, sun. Oh, yeah, I got that. And then I'll go to the dermatologist and they'll scare me to death and burn oh, half yeah. my head off oh, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> and freeze it, you know, sure. freeze all the little stuff. And then I'm doing the, the, the different procedures, the blue lights and all that to make sure I'm good. Because I don't want the most treatment again, Greg. Well, I'm, I've had that, that so many times, I can't even. Yeah. So, you know, you try. So the summertime really is the toughest time. Everything, everything else is fine. The winter's fine. I don't mind my head being cold. It's just that sun beating down on the head is a tough one. Yeah. And I hate wearing sunscreen on my head because then when I saw, we talked about being, me being a sweat. in your eyes. Burns. 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 Down your eyes. Burns. And, and I know the zinc stuff is good and it doesn't come down as much, and I try that. But they tell me. Every single day, I need 20 or 30. Like right now, I should have 20 or 30 on my head. Not in here. Just every day, yeah, just moving really? around every day. Huh. Wow. They said Because you don't realize it. You go into the store, you come out of the store, you go into the car, you're coming out of the car. You're just going around, and you're out in the sun. And even if it's just for a short period of time, you could be uh, so I don't. I don't, I don't do that. Now, if I go on the golf course or I, I know I'm going to be out and about, I will try to – now, I put, up, I put the 40 or 50 on. What is y'all? Yeah, what is the max I'll, that you'll put on? I'll go fifty, seventy, and then I, I know this is crazy. I've got a hundred in my bag. Do you really? I do. Wow, I do. I have a hundred, and that, those are the, on the long days where I've been in the sun all day. It gets to be three o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I can't have any more. I usually don't go over fifty. 
Just because it gets thick. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, get on yeah, up there, you yeah, get yeah, next white. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> they they are making them better now, though, as far as that goes. Yeah, they are. They I are. like a spray on. Yeah, I like the spray on, too. But sometimes they I laugh like at the spray on. I, they do. They just laugh at it, Greg. Yeah. They act like it doesn't work. Yeah. They're like, Psst. we'll take it off. A lot of times I'll use the spray on and rub it in. Oh, really? You know, I yeah. saw you use the spray on. I just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we'll see how that rolls. But they, they say that, that the cure for baldness is here. Unlimited amount of hair has been grown on mice, and so uh, we'll see how that rolls. How out. much would it take for you to do this as an endorsement and do this product? Ooh, <clears throat> um, for free if it works. Yeah, like in other so words, you would be in for this. Yeah, because I bet it's expensive. Oh, I, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I just, yeah. So yeah. y'all would be y'all would say, okay, I'm in on probably. this. I'll try yeah, this. Yeah. Greg, your hair doesn't look near as bad as you make it out to be. Yeah, guys, we're we're getting up there, and it's it's just things happen. I'll be fifty three next month. Laugh at that. Yeah, but I've I've probably I've 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 probably had baldness issues for probably uh, maybe twenty two years. Maybe I guess it was my late twenties is when I see my hair didn't thin until I was around forty, and then and you claim it's because you work so hard. Nah, I don't. you wore that hard hat all the time. Uh, I just, I don't know why, but but it, it was it was it wasn't the early thing. I don't know. See, mine mine was you know late twenties, I guess maybe. Yeah, that's the one thing I still got going for me. Yeah, yeah you thick do have head of hair. hair, boy. Do Glasses. you got that from Daddy K, my granddad? Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba join us, uh, and we'll discuss a number of different topics that are out there. we got just a slew of stories here, plus your phone calls. As always, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show, starting with the national anthem, our national anthem today, here is Jordan Sparks.
It is eight minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. For 25 years doing a show that literally is about anything. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy are here for another ride today. Eddie Van Adler also in the mix. Team Rick and Bubba all here today. Frank, the tank. It's ready to go at 866-WE-BE-BIG at Rick and Bubba University. Along with Whittler on the roof, they both earned their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense in today's society is truly like having a superpower. Um, I be Rick, and across the way, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive is standing by and he's ready to go. But you might know him better as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice. Professional and cheaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Hello, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, come on in. The Rick and Bubba Show. Yes, I, oh, yeah. Well, I see your face at the morning sun. It's starting to shine. Come on. Tell all the world I need is to feel and that's a new design. There's no major deal. There is no deal of a big reason. Your hearing's being played by someone. Fire. Oh, Serpentine Fire is a dandy. That's a dandy. That's a, a little one. kicker. That's a kicker right there. Yes, sir. And you brought it up. Everything's live. Everything. I mean, th- there was none of this sampling. There was none of nope. this Pro Tools where you can fix I didn't go steal up. somebody else's riff and just start saying things over it. And the bass player, you hear that line he's playing. And if you if you ever watch him, not only is he playing, he's dancing like crazy. Oh, yeah. He's in step with everybody. He ain't missing a beat. He ain't missing a no, beat. They, they put on a show. Talent. Man. They, talent, they didn't baby. just put on a show. They That's lived talent. it. They talent. lived it. Now, granted, they're overhead. There's no telling what it was with 11 people on stage. <laughs> but they had a lot of people up there. But by God, they had sound. When they went to split the money, okay. Yeah, that's right. Thing. Percussion guy couldn't have been same, paid no. the same. Couldn't have been. No. Because he had a lot going on up there. Then the Phoenix that may be why. What was his name? Philip? Uh, Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey, Bailey made. You know, he went on his own. Yeah, yeah. He got tired of breaking it up thirty-five ways. <laughs> Do you remember even <laughs> even in this situation? Because the first live show I ever saw was the Commodores in nineteen eighty uh, when yeah. Lionel Richie was still a Commodore. Oh sure. But they not only you had the Commodores playing, they had a backup band called the Mean Machine that played behind them, so it would sound even more. Yeah. Full. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Because like when Walter Orange would come down and sing, the Mean Machine guy would play the drums. Yeah. And a lot of times he sang from the drums, yeah. but. They even to get the sound right. Yeah, 
Everybody was playing live. Yeah, Even yeah. if you weren't in the band, they, if they needed to bring a backup guy up there, bring him up. If you said, I'm going to come in here and put a DJ up there it's just going to play songs that have already been recorded or I'm going to make sounds out of computer, somebody would just spit at you. Oh. Booed somebody would have spit on you like they spit on Eric Trump. <laughs> I mean, a lewd. Yeah, right. you know, consider, it would consider to be bad form. Absolutely. So uh, so anyway, uh, great, great song to get uh, this hour started. Uh, we do have a lot to discuss. Um, I, I did, and Bubba and I were discussing it, I did find my way uh, last night because now I kind of knew what to do going in. I did see what I could tolerate uh, of the Democrat candidates part two uh, last night. And, and it's just a – you can't even really believe what you're hearing and watching. You really can't. <laughs> I, 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 it was. Um, I, I don't even recognize the country anymore. You know. Can I tell you this? I told Bubba this a minute ago when we were hanging out at our offices. It has to be a, a low day for Bernie Sanders when another raging liberal even says what you said is outlandish, hmm. uh, and uh, and that you're not you're you're throwing out uh, statements that that are not these are apples and oranges, and you're acting like they're apples and apples. When a when a when a, one of the modern day Democrats has to tell Bernie Sanders that. That I mean, I, I just, wouldn't that be a day you said, "Wow, did one of these crazy liberals just tell me that what I just said was 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 like like a childlike attitude about something?" Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the craziest. Thing. I mean, it, it would be like me, you know, when, when you're sitting there and all of a sudden Bubba walks in and says, "Well, I don't know about that as a healthy snack." I mean, yeah, you would yeah. just go, "Gosh, I must really be, I must be off the wagon." Yeah. Right. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me make a menu for you for the day, and it's Bubba filling it out for a healthy. You know, right. Right. Eating. I mean, or any of us really, none of us. Well, I think Bubba knows what it is. He just doesn't do it. Right. <laughs> the, uh, I can tell you, but he's not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like don't Greg. you love when somebody sits you and me down? That like we don't understand how how it all works. Yeah. I, we understand it. We just don't do it. Listen, and you, when and I do, it's very fun. In the areas of my life where I do it, I stand by for a shocker. I've actually seen good results. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, there's nothing fun about it. Yeah. And in the areas that I don't do it, guess what? It's, it's a little bit of an uphill climb, and I see things going backwards. And, and, and I don't totally eat as bad as y'all see because I take part of what's here. I mean, you don't see lunch when I'm eating a lot of broccoli and everything else, no. trying to balance it out. I've eaten lunch with degree, you, you know, I haven't. I, 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 I yeah, haven't seen broccoli consumed yet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, well he does that at lunch. Oh, I. I do a lot. Where are you going to get broccoli? All I'm seeing is the results the, of whatever uh, you're doing. Well, yeah. We, we <laughs> haven't received. We haven't got the results we need yet. <laughs> Evidently, that broccoli lunch is not overcame it. <laughs> uh, the battle may begin, but breakfast is winning. Yeah. Uh, the uh, All right, so we'll come back. We'll unpack that. I wish we had some bananas here. <laughs> By the way, just when, just when you love a banana. I want a day. Hey, just when you love a banana, some nutritionists will tell you a banana is the worst of the fruits you could eat. Really? Yeah. Come on. I don't like when they do. I need my potassium. What'd you say? Potassium. I said I need my potassium. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those words you you can't just run right up on. Uh, 15 minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Much to do going forward on the program. Do we? Um, do we even begin to try to comment on the second Democratic debate last night? Now, the 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 news agencies are saying that the big winners last night. That and I, and I am with Speedy and Greg and. 
Bubba, I think you and I, and I assume Helms and, and Adler would be in the same deal. We we got to get the numbers down before I can really them. before I can really participate. There's just well, you can't there's just even, too many people. Yeah, you and, can't even uh, hear from everybody. No, you can't. And um and I and I told them I said the good thing is and we've gotten better about it here with our with our group is uh, I do understand now why y'all don't like when we all talk on top of each other because <laughs> it's it's very difficult to yeah. listen to and 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 watch. But um but they're saying they're saying now again I know we had to be schooled. On how to pronounce her name correctly. Is it Kamala Harris? Yeah. Kamala. Kamala. It is Kamala. 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 I got you. So it's Kamala Harris. Kamala. Gosh, I want to call her Kamala. Is that not what you said? No. I said Kamala. It's Kamala. What's it? Kamala. Seriously. I got you. Think Kamala. You put a comma. Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, they claim. We're the big winners. Uh, I don't know that I agree with that. Depends on who you who you ask. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what the media uh, the media's got an agenda here too. You got to be careful. No, yeah, I got we, you. we don't know who they've selected yet. Mm-hmm. Right, but but they've I'm, selected Kamala. Right, right now after last yeah. night, they're all about Kamala. Well, they let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. The rising star, superstar, and I'll tell you out, why. And we've talked and, and we've talked about this forever. And this is fine. I look. I'm as guilty of it as anybody. If you're somebody that will be passionate. And you'll be somebody that you know that, that can inspire. Sometimes I don't even care what you're saying. <laughs> I, I'm just like, man, that's inspiring. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, uh, Kamala doesn't ever tell you how she's going to accomplish this passionate thing she just said. <laughs> See, it's easy for everybody to be arguing on top of each other, and she comes out and overshouts everybody, then gets the room. You know, I shouted to the point that I got the room. And everybody hears me, and everybody around me is is bickering and talking on top of each other, and I get to go, our country doesn't want to see a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on the table. Ah! Ah! <laughs> well, that sounds great, hmm. that, but but that's not a plan. That's just, that's just a passionate statement that certainly, if you're out there struggling, you go, yeah, hey, that's who I want right there. Well, and- well, I don't know that she's the example of uh, – uh, of female succeeding in the political process, she basically slept her way in to get to where she's at. Bubba, good well, that, no, Bubba. that's true, right? see, and they don't it? they don't deny it. Oh, see, I don't know all. Well, that. and she's got two yeah, things going for her, guys that that people what? don't want to talk about. Right. Yeah, you, the head you can't of the, interrupt her and get on her up there. Yeah, you'll be called a racist. Oh yeah, and, you and you'll, you hate women. Right. So she's got those two things going right. for her when she's up on that stage. But but the two things I saw Absolutely. her get the big applause about it's one of those things like. I step up and I said, really? Look, no, no offense. No offense. Because he's actually done some stuff when he got there. President Trump got everybody at I want to make America great again. You embarrassed of America? We got to make America great again. Yes! You know, now there's a lot to do. But you, but let me tell you something. Those kind of statements work. You, you got to have a good marketing crowd. Right, yeah. So when you scream, nobody wants to see a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on your table. <laughs> that kind of stuff works. Now, let me be clear. Trump has actually delivered on most everything that he has the power to deliver on. Right. I, that's not a negative Trump statement. I'm just saying it's effective in politics. You better you better have something you, you have keep. A battle cry. You keep yeah, a battle cry. That's it. A battle cry that people are inspired by. Ronald Reagan did it, and and, and but he also delivered. Well, you know, when, you remember you. when he came back on his second election? It was beautiful. Is your life better now than it was before I was president? Yeah. And everybody looked around and said, yeah. So he, he, won, he, won, he won 49 out of 50 states. Can you imagine a presidential <laughs> election today that somebody wins 49 no. states? That's New York, California, Impossible. Texas, Florida. The only state he didn't win was Minnesota. 
Sorry wow. about that, buddy. Wow. But that was Mondale. Mondale, yeah. yeah, he was from there. Yeah. You have to admit, even <laughs> though he only won, won hey, you have to feel kind of bad if you're Al Gore. Though Mondale only won one state, he did win his home state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And if Al Gore had won Tennessee, he would have been president, right. by the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, that means the, the people who knew him the best told us not, no, mm-hmm. this is not That's good so for the bad. country. <laughs> but and, so, and, and look, on the, how do you say her name again? Kamala. Kamala, Kamala mm-hmm. Harris. Just go look it up for yourself. Look up her and Willie Brown. That's how she launched her career. Okay, so I just didn't and they know both they it. both admit it. Even you Willie Brown guard with it though. Yeah. Well, it's true. <laughs> you said so it so straightforward. She admits it is what you're saying to me. She goes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. I did what I had to do. She to doesn't get, deny get to where I needed to be. Yeah. Right. Okay. I got and, you. And so, Willie Brown says, "Well, cool. I was willing to help. Look at her. You know." <laughs> <laughs> Downtown Willie Brown. <laughs> this is one I of those, those. This is one of those moments again. I, I'm Rick, and 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 the, and the Kamala uh, expert is Kamala. Bubba. Kamala, Kamala, yeah. or whatever her name is. Well, we and all thought it was Kamala. Guys, guys. Said no. The I'm names we get Greg wrong at Rick and Bubba. <laughs> right. The getting the names we get wrong, and we seem not to care, and we don't try. But we're going. Why are we being so right. up in arms about well, that? Well, I just remember for the same reason you can't say anything negative. When we yeah. when we saw that video, can we get a nickname or something? It'll be easier. K Harris. How about Cammy? I think you just gave her one. How about Cammy? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> what about K Dog? I like that better. We'll hip it up. What about know? Cammy? <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll tell what you. Maybe very careful with it. I'll tell you. That in my <laughs> yeah. <life>. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can get to punching and get out oh, of Rick, she admits it. <laughs> I gotta up. find that look audio. I don't. I'm having trouble that she admits. It. Yeah. Well, she. Well, I get what you're saying is. The, the, let me be clear. But Bubba's saying, and the evidence is, it is what it is. <clears throat> and there's certain things that are no one can deny. I didn't mean she has to jump up and down. Say, let me tell you how I got here. She just. It's just. It's just so. He says this is a blatant, obvious story that no one. Everybody knows it happened. Everybody knows. It that. doesn't mean she's added it to her. I don't think it'll be one of her her, her no, battle cries. I think the food on the table will be. Yeah, she'll probably stay with that. But I'm just, <laughs> but uh, but you know what I mean. In any the, the and the Democrats are masters of it. They basically just stand up there and and you know we yeah we got some Asian guy up there that 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 was highly successful and has has used our country to become incredibly successful with his talents, maximizing his liberty. And he's going to stand up there and thank the very country that afforded him, you know, this this incredible opportunity to maximize his talents. He earned it. However, he's going to turn around and thinks a country can survive by giving everybody a thousand dollars a month. I, I mean, just here it is. And, I and, don't know and, where he gets that. And then math. When, and when, they're all trying to bribe him. And, and even when the, the the media sources who were. You know the the what do you call the people who sit on the panel and ask the questions? The moderators. moderators. The moderators yeah. To their credit, they would say things like, "Now you realize that's that's so it's such and such trillion dollars." Now he said, which I think very naively, because this has always been our problem in the country on these programs. He felt like the, the people then would have spending power and they'd put the money back into the economy and it would pay for itself. But where he has grossly miscalculated, as our country has ever since we started it. That's the assumption that people in this country, and I'm sorry that there's people this way. There are people that would say a thousand dollars sounds good to me. I'm not doing anything, and, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to. That's not you're not going to get a return on me. That I'm going to consider that my income, and I'm going to go. You know, I'm, I'm going to do nothing. That's, I'm not going to um, use this to, to, to rise up and, and have an impact on the economy. Kamala Harris's first significant pol- political role was an appointment by her then-powerful boyfriend, Willie Brown, three decades her senior to a California medical board. 
She was 30. He was 60 at the time. Speaker of the California House. Wow. Bottom of the hour. I stand behind my comment. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Turn it over to Chuck Todd and Rachel Maddow. Well, I had a dream that we've done this before. No. 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 This no, is definitely didn't happen. the first time. Definitely first time. We're going to continue the questioning now with Lester in the audience. We are? We are a second are going to have a question from Lester in the audience. <laughs> but that was just a fake out. <laughs> You know, we are thank you. Have- you guys were close with the short, at least it was shorter no, response. Not at all. All right. <laughs> C minus. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with these candidates right after this. We're back 35 minutes past the hour. Some more stammering and uncomfortable moments from the attempted moderators uh, last night in phase two of the Democratic candidates uh, debate. Uh, we'll we'll get into some of the other things that uh, they said last night. Your your phone calls, if some of you saw it, eight six six we be big. While we're doing that, though, I do want to point you to lifelock.com. Uh, the, the, you know, if you want to have uh, something right now that you need to deal with, you ever have that thing you're putting it off? And I know we all procrastinate, and probably you know you listen to the show and you go, oh, every time they do lifelock, I absolutely need to act on that. Before something happens, uh, and then I'll see. You know, I still hadn't acted on it. Uh, let's go ahead and make the move on this now before it's too late. Uh, this is a serious issue. Uh, you know, the the chances of your your identity being stolen are, are high. Sadly, uh, people messing with your wireless devices. We deal with it all the time, and you simply have to treat that the way you would treat any security situation, and that is what get a security system. So, in this world, LifeLock and, and Norton Security offer the most comprehensive protection with proprietary technology uh, that is available on the market. So just simply make the move to do this. Uh, and you can go to lifelock.com, put in the promo code Bubba. That'll save you 10%. Or you can call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK and mention Bubba. This is not expensive, but it is important. And, uh, and then you can live your life enjoying all this technology uh, without uh, you know that fear of, oh, no, I'm not protected. And if something does happen, because it can, uh, you now have somebody who's going to help you, uh, you know, with the expertise to help you resolve it. Uh, go to rickandbubba.com under the sponsors, as I mentioned, as well. All right, so last night uh, we got into we got into healthcare. You knew that was coming, the medical part of it all. And I, I do want to caution some of you that, that watch this show and listen that may vote Democrat. Uh, I do want to, uh, especially if, if, if uh, universal healthcare or healthcare for everybody is something that is, you know, at the forefront, and we certainly want people to have access to healthcare, but we also have to do it in a way that will actually work. Uh, but I want to warn you, after what we saw last night, remember there's nothing that Democrats love more than voting blocks, and, and they're willing to cling to them uh, and, and, and the best they can. Uh, and, and if they can get a block that they can depend on, they'll cater to that block. Uh, apparently last night we're trying to figure out some kind of system. For those of you that are universal health care people that will not go broke, that could actually provide health care for a country of over 300 million people, Bernie, uh, not 30 million, uh, not an island that's not as big as one of our, our states. Uh, but last night, I think they said to you, we really would like to get this Latino voting block, and we're willing to give illegals health care before you. Um, if you're somebody in our country that needs health care, 
they're gonna they're gonna not only have trouble funding you, they're ready now to fund anybody who comes through the border. Uh, I, I got can I can I tell y'all everybody listen to me just common sense. If I'm having a hard time providing something for ten, it's going to be even harder if I've got to uh, provide something for a hundred and ten. Rick, yeah. uh, only some of the, some, <laughs> no, only some right. of these great thinkers would say it's easier to do for a larger number than a small number. <laughs> right, right. Now every attempt we have, including Obamacare and its bridges, all have gone broke. You know why? Because the numbers are staggering, uh, and the cost is staggering. And now we're, we we haven't even figured out how to do it for our citizens, but we can do it for illegals. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, just, I mean, I this is this is not being this, this is not even a political statement. This is just <clears throat> this is just logic. Yeah. This is just truth. So, uh, so the, the, well, we we were talking about MRI machines, Rick, and I, the the number you gave me just sounded really weird. Yep. And I can't verify it or deny it, but mm. I, I was looking at these numbers. Mm. It, like in Canada, and here's the problem when you, and this is back when we had the Obamacare debate, mm. when you start overrunning the system, you have to ration sources because it just there's not enough to go around. That's You remember, hey, maybe you just need to take a pill instead of getting a treatment. <laughs> we heard that from President Obama. Mm. Um, in Canada, they have 4.6. MRI machines for every million people. Yeah, well, that's that's that goes in with the number that I was told. Mm-hmm. I was told by somebody in the healthcare industry. No, but uh, let me say, compared to the U.S., that has nineteen point five. So we have basically five times as many machines right. per million of people. Now that that takes away the difference in disparity in size. But yeah. we, under our evil private healthcare system. We have five times as much equipment to do this very basic, but yet very commonly used right. means of finding out what's wrong with you. Well, and, and see, if you look at that, though, you, you look at the numbers, see, we have 300 plus million people. So now take that 19, and you go, and, and so with them, they have 30. So, so but, but the bottom line is this that's the percentage we'll stick with. The bottom line is this when you go universal health care, Everything has to be taken into account, not a private industry, because last night these these Democratic candidates told us, especially Bernie, who screamed about it, that and, and others, that a medical system that makes a profit is evil. That was said loud and clear last night. Okay. Now now here's the problem with that thinking, and Bubba just presented it. If there are no entrepreneurial spirits that say the medical field, I will provide technology i will provide research and development of drugs that will help people and will save lives but i'm also knowing that my efforts and my investments i will get back and i may even get a a good profit back and that motivates me to give the best of the best right because if i come up today if i sit down today and i've been out researching developing and i've been investing millions and millions and because it's not free no and then millions of dollars and i come back today and i say we got it. We got Parkinson's. Okay. Mm. We, we've got, we've got, to, and there have been great things. Great. There's been some movement there. How about this? I've got Alzheimer's. I got it. <clears throat> I, I, I've got the problem. And if you, if you'll start somebody on the, look at what we did with, with something rightfully so that is dear to, to the, to the left. Look what research and, de- and development did for AIDS. Mm-hmm. Look what mm-hmm. it did for AIDS. I will tell you that John Thomas says, you know, with the, with the money and the research they were getting from America and South Africa, it's not even here in South Africa. He said we built the, this hospital as a hospice, 
and the research and development of the drugs in the United States of America and others, it's now a hospital where people get better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what if the government had been running your health care when the AIDS ec- epidemic hit? And somebody said, we need to find something uh, to do about this. And somebody said, well, how am I supposed to invest millions of dollars and, and, and not have any return on it? No, they won't do it. Is the government? Where's the government going to find money for research and development that's already broke? Somebody, yeah, somebody well, explain you, that to me. You don't, and then you hung up in all the bureaucracy and all that that goes along with it too. And that's just like when we hear about these great uh, social health care plans or places like Cuba. We've heard about Cuba. Look, it's about giving people vitamins and aspirin. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's not MRI machines, well, not back. brain surgery, not heart stents, not valves they're putting in in your artery like uh, Mick Jagger got. I mean, that that is advanced stuff that's only available in a high-tech environment where there are research and development funds. So let's go to the MRI. Let's use that. You just heard the numbers. So in private health care, there are as many MRIs as a private entity is willing to purchase. Right. Okay? Right. In our city, if you need an MRI, you can get one this afternoon in, in Birmingham. Rick, I'm looking okay. at the map of MRIs available in our city. I have three that I pass on the way home. Okay. Between Canada, here and the house, guys, there, there are three between here and where we order breakfast. <laughs> right, right. But see, <laughs> serious business. But now the government, now the government has got to sit. Let's just make, let's do, let's get apples and apples burned, not apples and oranges, not, not an island, not, not, not a, a large, Body of, of land that only has thirty million people. Norway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go to Norway. We our states are bigger than Norway. Okay, our states are bigger than England. Our state states are bigger than Ireland. Let, let's 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 just Canada's big. I mean, California's big as Canada. Right. So let's talk about this for a minute. Now the government that is broke. Mm-hmm. Please don't miss that because you're wanting to add health care twenty to, trillion to, in to, debt to right? all the programs mm-hmm. you already have. You can't pay for. Now they got to sit down and somebody says, "How much is an MRI?" And somebody walks in and says, well, this is the cost of it. Ooh, for 300-something million people. Well, we certainly can't have three on the way home in Birmingham. That, that, that's a lot of MRIs in one little place. we got to take these things and spread them out from California over to the East Coast. Okay, and then we gotta, we got to take them all the way up to the top of the United States, all the way down to the bottom for th- over 300-and-something million people. Do you believe the government can afford to have three MRIs on your way home? No. Hey, man, I got to get an MRI. Where are you going, man? I got to drive to Atlanta. When, when do you get to go? Eight months from now. <laughs> well, my gosh, you may be Everybody in Georgia's it. using it, too. Right, yeah, yeah. Where's your nearest MRI? You know, well, there's one. I got one in my city. When can you get to use it? Eight, nine months. This is the stuff that really goes on. The, the things that Americans take for granted – will become unattainable. Well, we'll move back to health care in about 1920. Right, yeah. Again, we got penicillin shots, we got aspirin. That's about all we can do for it. And the Democrats not only want you to provide health care for every single citizen of the over 300 million we have, they also want you to provide health care for an unlimited number that we don't even know the number of illegals if they get in. That's 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 a childlike view of a very important issue. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Won't you 
This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, uh, as we make our way back, thanks for being with us. Um, so as, uh, as the show uh, continues to roll on 25 years now, and, uh, of course, we're it's it's some interesting changes, and that's been kind of the beauty of of this show being kind of a stream of consciousness, meaning you've just kind of rode along throughout the, the ever changing lives of the members of the show, and and uh, through this long deal, and so every period of life brings you know new stuff, new material, and um, so we're all getting the the ones who are older here are getting into the empty nest mode, uh, you know, and Greg has uh, you know he's he's done with that, Bubba just. Finish that up, and I know when they're in college and not completely gone, but they're not around as often. And you're kind of moving into a new relationship with them, even when you see them, because the little kid time is is kind of over. And even for Speedy, his youngest is old enough now that that time's going away. Helmsy's still a little bit in it, and it, and it's ahead for for Adler. But I find myself in this unique position now, and and you guys probably do too, of talking to younger dads uh, who you know you sit down and, you, and they they want to hear about. You know, well, tell me about this, and you know, what about this, and you know, should I should I feel as exhausted as I feel, and, and you know, and uh, and all this, and uh, so I, I kind of I, I, something something came to reality because men and women are equal, but they're not the same, and mom and dads are equal, but they're not the same. Different roles, different things, and they're just made differently. And um, so I told him, I said, let me tell you something that I must tell you how impactful this period of your life is going to be. And um, and he says, "What do you mean?" I said, "Look, every stage of life as a dad, it, it, it has its it has its, its highs and its lows." And I said, "But this one will impact you and your wife in ways that will boggle the mind." And he said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Okay, I'll tell you. Uh, for instance, I am fifty four. Uh, my wife is about to be forty nine on her birthday, and we will be in the car with just the two of us, just the two of us, an exit." We'll be coming up and she'll say, hey, do you need to potty? Let's take a sex and I need to potty. I said, we still say we need to potty. <laughs> okay? There's no need for me to say that anymore. <laughs> it's so ingrained in our vernacular, we're still saying that we go to potty. And, uh, and he's, like, potty, he's, he's like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? I said, oh, yeah. I said, you wouldn't believe this period of life. I said, look, it's going to be weird to you. Let's say, God forbid, you have to go to the urologist. You know what your wife's going to say? Is your TT okay? I mean, it's like, oh, honey, is something wrong with your TT? I mean, you know, I mean, these things. I mean, I, I mean, it's amazing how how impactful you know the, the that era is to everything, yeah, and uh, yeah. and and I'll I'll tell you the the <laughs> the one the one that I couldn't believe you know, and I even came he, he and of course he one of the guys I was talking to yesterday is pretty funny. He goes, "Do you think that this might even that some of these things might have come from children that we don't even know?" And I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Do you think at one time like a mommy for some reason?" didn't want to say underwear to her kids, and she said, oh, no, these are panties. She goes, that sounds like something that might have come out of, of, of like a mommy trying to say something, you know, go get your panties to her, to her little daughter or something. And I yeah. said, I don't know. I said, she, he said, now I'm starting to wonder, are there other words out there that just came, you yeah. know, from parents that were dealing with their kids and they, and they came up with these different things? Yeah. So then I told him this. I said, all right. I said, so I am the father of five. And he said, oh, my gosh. And, and, he, and he's, he's got three right now. All little. And I said, your wife, 
will remember every detail of their lives at this age. You, unfortunately, will not. And I said, no, there's nothing. They're going to remember some. I said, but there's going to be things that, that you were just, you were trying to survive. Okay, you, you were trying to do your best. You were trying to do your part. But our minds are, are based on, I must get to the other end of this. I must accomplish this goal. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with that, and, and plus, and my wife and I talked about this last night, men in general are not really detail people. And this is why, and I, I'm as guilty as anybody, and I watch my sons with the same problem. My wife can tell me in the pantry exactly where something yeah. is, and I can't see it. I know it. I can't see it. And I know we've talked about that before. Something about a pantry. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't find it. I don't know yeah. where it is. It's because we're big picture people. Right. And I said, look, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I said, and I'm trying to work on it in case I'm ever called on it. I said, in our house, we have pictures of our children at various ages. Okay. When it gets to baby pictures, I don't know which one's which. <laughs> and and, and, and wow. I said, I said, I've got one picture in my house I'm trying to figure out, and I've ruled out two kids, but there's three. It could be any of three. <laughs> okay. And, 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 sure. and, 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 he, and he's like, you, I said, I'm telling you. I said, I know right now when they're babies, you look at them, but when they move into now I'm a toddler, now I'm a whatever, and they take on who they really yeah. look like. Yeah. I said, babies, sometimes if, you, if, you, if, 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 if you're in a house when there's, you know, there's multiple babies and pictures start going up on the wall, I said, if you took me in front of, say, each one of your children, Rick, are before you, and here they are at six weeks, I don't know that I could tell you which one's which. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, maybe I could if they were side by side, yeah. but, just a, one, but just one picture mm-hmm. over here of like, like, I said, I've got a picture in my house where I'm holding one of my babies. I don't know which one it is. And I said, and he's laying in my hands, and I said, I've ruled out that it's not two of them, but, I, but there's three he could possibly be. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I mean, he's rolling. He said, I said, I'm just want to, I said, this, I, I said, you just have to understand this time of life is, um, there's a lot to life, and it is a wonderful time, and it has a lot going on. I said, but there's going to be moments of this run that you will talk, baby talk, and say things that you say to your kids for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and you better start figuring out what they look like when they were babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, you know what? This is very helpful today. He, he couldn't believe it. He said, so y'all still say you got – I said, we want, we 100% say I need to pop. Hey, exit coming up. You need to potty. I mean, we've been in a yeah. deep conversation. I tell you what we need to do about that one thing. We didn't, you know, that one deal. And we need to do those quarterly taxes. And uh, you know, we got that thing. And, and what do you think? I mean, should we? What do you? We, we need to decide. We're going to build something at the farm. I mean, we need to think about our retirement. We're going to do. Hey, stop right here. We need to potty. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, and it, yeah. ju- it, ju- it just—you can be in a deep adult conversation, <laughs> and those baby phrases will still yeah. find their way yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. uh, and so. you find yourself watching programming too. <laughs> like I remember when I, my kids were, I guess the last one was wrapping up was when SpongeBob, which was huge. Oh, yeah. There was nobody in the room, and I was still in there watching it. Yeah. Terry, Terry came in and said, You realize there's no kids in there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to watch it. <laughs> but you hadn't seen it in a while. Right. right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the. Uh... It's it, it it is and you know you look over at some of those people in, in, in restaurants when they bring their little kids in and you say that right there was the wrong move. Yeah, I mean you still got it <laughs> yeah, in your mind. Yeah. Hey hey uh, I know y'all don't know me. Your kid just got put in the high chair. You got twenty minutes to eat. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.